Melissa, what do you know about CinemaCon? Do you know oh. anything about CinemaCon? I've been like, I, I don't think I've ever heard that. Like, maybe, maybe I did one time, but it's not like a con that is stuck with me. But I'm hearing yes. a lot about it this week because apparently it's happening and a bunch of studios are having uh, it's like a bunch of different announcements and stuff of their upcoming is this, movies. Is this the convention that is for theater owners? Like, I, uh, yes, I think so. John AMC goes and the studios try and sell John see, AMC yeah. uh, and Robert Regal uh, and Nicole Kidman herself. Uh, what movies to put in their theaters? They show movies. I know I, this is often one of the first places a movie is shown is at the special cinema owners convention. Is this the thing you're talking about? About CinemaCon. I, I'm looking it up because I, I don't know specifically, but I, I, I think that is. You it, just heard like words, wrote in... the words down, asked if I knew what the words meant. Well, it's so I'm, <laughs> I'm asking you because I'm hearing a lot more about it than I have in years past. Like, I, I don't think I've heard about it in years oh, past, but it seems like yes, a bunch of this like, is that thing. movie studios are making a bunch of announcements, potentially talking about what they're working on, maybe a new trailer or some behind the scenes. It just, it, like, it's it, it seems a lot more exciting this year than it has been in the past. I don't know. So, so... You were right then that this is the con of it's like, hey, yes. John AMC. Hey, um, Mr. James right. Enemark. You're right. Here's Greg your, uh... Marcus himself. Come here. <laughs> bring your dad. We're going to tell you what movies to put in your fine theaters. Interesting. Yeah, I. I so I, I guess why it's catching my attention is that this is kind of what E3 used to be. It, it was a trade show. It was more about these companies like speaking to Target and being like, here's the hot game. We want you to have these games in your stores. Here's our new hardware. Here's our new software. Here's what we're looking at. Uh, but it just started to get more and more attention and bigger and bigger announcements started to be made uh, at this. And I've I've seen a bunch of these like pop culture sites like uh just aggregating here's all the stuff that disney announced at CinemaCon, and i'm just like i don't know what this is exactly um but it seems like we've gotten some interesting news i'm not gonna mention most of it there's a few I, things that I did want to. Talk are there about, new but, innovations uh, in soft pretzel bites? Have they invented a new icy flavor? Maybe. Like what's going besides know. the movies? What else is going into the cinemas? Are there new carpet <laughs> patterns for 2024? 40X? That's so last year. Here's 5DX. <laughs> <laughs> we reach out and tickle you. <laughs> 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 there's a real p p person behind you sit in their lap and they rock you back and forth. <laughs> we we provide uh we hire local actors to provide the emotional experience to you that the characters feel in the film yeah did you go see yeah. everything ever all at once and you want your mom to tell you you're getting fat in an affectionate way an actor will do that for you. 5DX. <laughs> great. Great. I love it. Um, but no, the, the, the first thing that caught my attention from CinemaCon uh, was coming from Sony. We got some news for Craven the Hunter. Their, their Spider-Man spinoff mm. movie starring, what's his name? A A Aaron. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Taylor jo Johnson. I was about to say A Aaron Taylor jo jo Joy. I know that's not that's not the right one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mixing them up. Um, but yeah, Craven the Hunter. I like I don't know exactly what Sony's game plan is with all of these Spider-Man spinoffs. I don't feel like they've worked really well. They've been memefied a lot. Mm. They haven't been great, but they're still going ahead with stuff like Craven the Hunter. And they announced that this one will be rated R. Rated R. Yeah. The Hunter. <laughs> um, right. 
uh yeah i i don't know they like they're not it's not i don't want to say it's a trend of having like superhero movies that are rated r Mm -hmm. but there are a few of them out there and they do seem to be these like non mcu like non connected to the stuff just like We'll just do a Logan one that's rated R. Deadpool, mm-hmm. right? Blade back in yeah. back in the, 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 the in that day. And I kind of wonder if that's the niche that they should be going for here. Maybe. Of like real rowdy, real bloody. Yeah. Like the the MCU is kind of for everyone, right? There is big action, mm-hmm. big emotional stakes and stuff like that. But it, you can bring your whole family, right? Um but like the rated R ones, like those are few and far between. How how do you feel about more like rated R superhero movies as a direction for, for, for someone like Sony to take on? This is a good point that no other superhero universe is, uh, in movies at least, is operating in that niche of rated R. I mean, uh, in terms of series, you've got the boys, you know, you got stuff like that. But Deadpool is the one that's like kind of walking yeah, on both like, sides, right? But it's fully a comedy. There's nothing sure, for yeah. if you want something that's more like just an, an action movie, could lean into some horror. Could get sexy. Does Craven the the Hunter have a a significant what, other in the comics? What is he I don't know. for? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We have our uh, Austin Powers. Meme Good. There. Thank you for bringing him out. I forget he's back there, and we can summon him at any time. Yeah. Yeah. We we have how many? I still haven't set them up as like Twitch redeems. Or anything mm-hmm. like like that. Maybe one day. But uh, yeah, he's there. He's there. But but yes. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like it'd be an interesting direction for them to go. I, I, I don't know if it would be good for them to continue the like we have the rated R universe um, and they're like all of those ones are connected. Like, I don't know how I feel mm. about that, um, but I I do think there is something because Logan is incredible. I loved that that one. That's like I think my favorite X Men related movie. Um, mm-hmm. X Men adjacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I possibility is out there, and you know the opportunities for a rated R movie give you a, a wider array of of craftsmanship that's available like one of the reasons i'm into horror movies is that i find like i get that people are like grossed out by the kills or whatever but there's something about the craft that goes into oh sure yeah screaming contorting your body designing gross makeup effects designing the fake blood orchestrating the thing like it's technically so impressive to watch yeah and i like that a rated r movie could like add all those crafts in there uh, show us some steamy things. Rated R can be made out of many ingredients. Yes, yeah. Um, but I don't know if this means that we'll see Tom H- H- Holland as Spider-Man no. in that one or not. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm 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 interested in that to say the the, the least for sure. Mm-hmm. And now has my attention more so than it has before. But I'm still just yeah. like I don't know, you guys. What are you doing? I don't know. I I was thinking about what if you took unsuccessful movie u- franchise universes and mm-hmm. tried to see if combining them would make them greater. Like if the Spumsy, the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters, if that's not doing so great, and if the Dark Universe never got off the ground, what if they were just one now? Mix them. What if by their powers combined? Then they were a successful franchise. We are the dark. I want to see Venom. I want to see Venom meet the Russell Crowe, Doctor Jekyll, and Mister Hyde that we never got a whole movie about. That sounds God, fun. It's, it just, just make a new League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right, and it's these things put together. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. Anything that didn't get off the ground, Mac and me. At the end of Mac and me, they, there's a little word balloon that says, we'll be back. <laughs> they never made a Mac and me sequel. No, they can. Mac and <laughs> Craven the Hunter is going to hunt Mac and me. <laughs> I I I would also be interested in movies like that. They they've they've done some comics stuff like what you just mentioned where like Craven the ha, 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 hunter would go hunt like all of these people. They they've done like Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Harley yes. Quinn ruins the DC universe. Like they they've done comics like that. I kind of like to see movies like that too. Like have it be the same actors it's not yeah. in, in continuity but ha have it be like craven the hunter kills the spider-man universe and it's just him hunting down all the peter parkers all the all the dr octopuses all the venoms and just having him blow them to smithereens i think that'd be mm. so much fun but yeah. yeah you could you could do it with the the just like okay now he's hunting marley and me like craven <laughs> <right. laughs> t hunter hunts the entire sony pictures catalog exactly he james bond exactly so much fun so much fun um but in other CinemaCon news beetlejuice 2 apparently seems to be back uh in the beetlejuice here yeah beetlejuice 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 um, which, that, that summons uh, six of him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I'm, I'm looking at a little article from Collider here, um, and a little, little ways down in there, it says Beetlejuice two appears to be in development yet again after years <laughs> in development hell, with reports indicating <laughs> that Tim Burton is set to return to the spooky and surreal world of his breakout franchise, along with the original star Michael K K K Keaton and Wednesday standout Jenna Ortega. Um, I, I have to stop you right here. I get that yeah. these people have to write articles professionally for their jobs, for clicks, for money, but you don't have to bring me things that are like articles that say this appears to be in development. We heard that somebody said the word Clayface to somebody else. So we think Clayface <laughs> well, is the villain in Batman 2. This is more so coming out of CinemaCon. Okay, uh, okay. And, and if, if you believe like this that. is concrete enough that we discuss it at this juncture, we may proceed. I just yeah. think it's funny you keep bringing me like just wisps of smoke. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's still like they, they still haven't made this yet. There's no trailer. There's no release date. They're hoping to go into production this summer. But that is a more concrete thing than like, hey, guys, the the creator once said one time, like three <laughs> years ago, that he would kind of like to do a, a story about this one character. So could it be yeah. right? Yeah, it, like it's it's not. It's it's not that this seems to be much more official um, that it is back. And I, yeah, I, I think the thing that is interesting to me is that it's with uh, the the Wednesday star J Jenna Ortega. I, yes. I don't know if that it, it, I'm assuming that means it's a new character and she's not playing Wednesday. But uh <laughs> I, I just I, I think that's interesting. Think this off is what we were talking about that. before. Let's just smush them together. But, but, right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think with her success on on that, I think she would be a good fit for something like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, I have not watched any of Wednesday yet, but Jenna Ortega is in the two new Scream movies and she oh, is cool. in X. Movie ah. I've asked you to watch several times. I will get there. If you look up day, X, I promise. And the poster for X is a girl screaming. That's Jenna Ortega. She does the screaming. She's built up quite a career for herself in this horror and horror adjacent space. And I think this yeah. is a a good move. Yeah, I and it's. I mean, we we also kind of have like a Michael Keaton renaissance of the Flash, right? Um, <laughs> he is in one movie later this year indicating renaissance right sure. i mean, I mean well, you it, remember it, the it, actual renaissance when michelangelo in, did one painting 
<laughs> right, exactly. Uh, no, I, like I, I feel like though Michael Keaton has had a resurgent as of late, from Birdman to his to him being the Birdman in Spider Man um, to right. like now potentially Beetlejuice two. Like I, I'm okay he's with that. Been, he's been all sorts of bats and birds and beetles. Yeah, he's got a lot of the animal kingdom covered. Let me tell you about the bats and the beetles. (laughs) (laughs) I I picture you with a with a child before you ever introduce to them the concept of the birds and the bees. You put the little kid on your knee and you're like, child, there's Spider-Man. (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna teach you about the blues and the beetles here's a blue yeah. beetle comic book he's booster gold's friend <laughs> exactly exactly um but but yeah i i, I think because we you and i covered beetlejuice over on the review show our yes. uh, other podcast uh this past year i think right or was that two years ago that was 2021 two years ago then um year and a half and yeah i I think one of the things that you and i wanted was them exploring that kind of dead world like that side of things uh just a little bit more so i i would love to see beetlejuice be explored a little bit and see what else is in there what has he been up to for all this this whole time Right. right the the fact that they're bringing michael keaton back to play him uh certainly a sound choice but also opens the door to okay so beetlejuice ages how how old is beetlejuice i mean how does he live though like i he might not i mean he's going to look some older if they got him to look exactly the way he looked in like 1989 way to go aging a dead guy Right. They get the like Harrison Ford day aging stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I feel younger already." <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. I hope I this is about Hannah McCann. Please continue. Exciting. No. Uh, the the Collider article speculates that Jen Ortega would likely be playing Lydia's daughter here in this timeline. Mm. I would love that if she grew up with her, her mom's tales of the, the experience with the dead of, of right. going to this afterlife of, of meeting these and befriending these ghosts. I'd love if she just went over there and did like an internship, like she's just writing a paper about it. There doesn't have to be an adventure or a mystery at all. It's just a serious academic look into the workings of the afterlife. It's exceptionally dry. Beetlejuice gets an intern. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be in- interesting for sure. Uh, so last week here on the show, we did not get to everything that we had written down here. Uh, some of which was a little bit from our cinema corner. Melissa, you went to a live showing of Wicked, live performance of Wicked. Yes, yes. Tell me about I, that. You know me. Big musical fan. I go to at least seven musicals a year, which now that I say that out loud, seems like such a high number. But that is the the length of my local musical theater season here in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, but Wicked, I've never caught because it's never been licensed for our, our, our city's theater. It's not licensed mm. to be performed there. Like, it's still huge. It's still the thing that, like, has its Broadway run, has its West End run, and like tours nationally. You know, there aren't like regional performances of it, I don't think. Yeah. So I'd, I'd never caught it before. A friend of mine, he entered the lottery to try and get tickets. He had an extra one. He gave it to me. So I was finally able to catch this thing. I've been cool. interested in it since it first came out like 20 years ago. It's come through City on Tour several times today. Uh, last week, last week, I finally managed it. Cool. That's good. That's like a serendipitous, like something you've been wanting yeah. to do for a long, yeah, long time. It, so that's good. It worked out very well. We got cheap lottery tickets. They were like 30 bucks. We're up in the balcony so we can like look down on all the action. It's a very tall show. 
I don't know if you've heard about this, but she defies gravity in one very notable point of the story. Is she riding a broom? She does. There you go. This this was the only thing. I knew so little about Wicked. I realized that going in. I'm like, okay, it's a prequel. It's about R- Wicked Witch of the West and, and Glenda the Good Witch. And they're in school together. They're like roommates and, and friends. And then she sings Defying Gravity. Uh, like, I truly <laughs> did not know what the show contained. So all of it was a surprise. There's, It takes place immediately before and up to and including Dorothy arrives. That's like happening oh. in the background in the last couple scenes of the second act. I gotcha. That's it, interesting. It explains why everything exists the way it does. Like she makes the scarecrow and the tin man. Like it explains all the stuff that I just took as verbatim. Like, all right, there's a scarecrow. He comes to life. Like I don't need more information about him. Like I'm good. But it puts, it's packed with, it's trying to tell you so much. It's based off of a book. So it's trying sure. to cram all this book detail in there. It's, I have no idea what re- truly happened. So much is happening. I know I missed a lot. If you ask me to explain again what Wicked is, I would tell you what I told you before, that they, they go to school and they're friends. But also there's a goat man. Goat man. Goat there's, man. I'm trying to see. So I, I've read this, some of the like Marvel comic book adaptions of some of the Oz books. And I I thought they were fantastic. Scotty Young does the artwork. The artwork alone is worth checking those books out for. Um, But I I don't remember a goat man in any of those. So I don't man might have been new for the novel. I don't know. Like is, is the, novel also considered is is it one of frank l Baum's no no no, no no this no? was written okay. like uh, this was written in like the 90s uh yeah okay. wicked the untold life and times the wicked witch of the west by gregory Maguire. i've never read it but i've seen it in bookstores all the time so i can tell okay. you the full title and author name there you go yeah because i i don't remember if any of those books were like prequel stuff or not but there was some stuff in there that i thought was fantastic i was like oh this is cool i like this stuff um yeah i've seen return to oz so i know there's there's wheelers there's there's like a living couch or something there's a chicken like i the chicken's the extent if I wanted to get into the extended Oz world, I know there is much awaiting me, but like, I just want to brush up against it and ogle at how weird it is and then go back yeah. to where I was. That's cool. So the one thing I knew about the show, the one song I knew was Defying Gravity, the big, huge one. They play it like in the commercials for when the show comes touring. Come to the Fox Theater, hear her sing Defying Gravity. So I was ready for this. I was looking forward to this. I somehow still underestimated it. Like the second she's up there on the broom, the black cloak, like fluttering around. It's I wept. It's it reaches into this like real primal, like child brain. Because like, that's one that's of so the cool. first things you see. <laughs> like every kid gets shown Wizard of Oz. I don't even know if a family member puts it on for them. I think the universe does just some sort yeah. of natural primal force. Is like, okay, every human being, we're going to watch Wizard of Oz now. You're going to know it. So to see this thing that like you saw on TV when you were so little and it's like such an iconic image to see it like right there live in front of you. She's green. Her hat's pointy. She's flying around. That's it. That's exactly what I saw when I was like three years old. It's right there in front of me. Like this <laughs> I like I don't know if a lot of other live shows do that. Maybe like Beauty and the Beast or something. But uh, primal forces at work if you go see Wicked. That seems like a great review. Primal forces <laughs> at work. Put that on on the poster, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cool. That that's 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 good. G- g- good. That seems like a lot of fun for sure. And. The Beetlejuice stage musical is coming to that theater in October. Ooh. I've yet to look into tickets. They may already be sold out. The Beetlejuice show is very popular, but I really want to try and get in there because I got to see those puppets. Yeah. I love 
puppetry. There's like sandworms on stage. I got to see the effects of this thing. I got to see this thing from a technical standpoint. I crave stagecraft. Good stuff. I, yeah, I, I, I think that'd be is, so, it, so that that one's not a part of your like summer run. When does that that end? No. Like September ish. OK, so the Muni, that is the local St. Louis outdoor summertime musical theater tradition. Big, beautiful uh. outdoor amphitheater. They do seven Broadway caliber musicals every year. I've gone to every show every year, like through, you know, since I was in, like in my 20s. I've gone like often in my childhood. It's one of the most core parts of my being. The Muni is. Uh, and then the Fox Theater is our local like. It used to be a movie palace back in the day. It's this big, opulent theater. And that's where like the lo- the tours come through. Okay. Right. I got you. So, like the Muni is like these are local productions. They run it for a week. Right. Um, and then the, so, so we've got our different levels here. Right. And the Muni you can go to for free or for very cheap. It's very affordable, the Muni. So I see almost everything there. And like I never get around to the more expensive shows that come touring through the Fox. But I want to try and do that more often, especially for like brand new things or like really huge things that aren't going to get to Muni level for a while. OK. OK. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Uh, only thing that I watched this past week was Better Call Saul season six. I'm done yeah. with the show. It's over. Wow. That, that show was incredible. That show was so good. Um, this is it, what I have heard. Yeah, it it's one of those things that after Breaking Bad and so many people being like, this is one of the best shows of all time when they announced mm-hmm. Better Call Saul, everyone was so skeptical of, of just yeah. like, what, a prequel about that guy? Like, he was great, but also, like, we know where it ends up. Like, what's, mm. what's happening there? Um, and then the show started coming out, and it was really good. Uh, and it just got better and better. And it, like, there's new characters that you didn't know that were involved that were instrumental to like having things be where breaking bad starts mm. um, but then the the final season he, here uh does some time jump stuff and you get to see what happens to Saul Goodman after the events oh. of breaking bad um and it's yeah, I, I have to say I thought the finale was incredible. Uh, I this was a finale that I like I was t- 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 trying to figure out what was going to happen. Um, and it was like at one moment I was like, ah, that's it. This is the one thing that's g- going to happen. I think I know. And then it would switch and I'd be like, oh, no, but he has to. That makes sense. It would do this. He like this at, at the end of the day. He is a dirt bag. He is a sleaze ball. Like he needs to just be a sleaze ball. So this mm-hmm. is the thing that would happen. But then nope, something else would ha- happen. And I was just like, I don't even know what's happening. Like I, I like it, it was just a phenomenal show. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, yeah. So thumbs up on that one but that's all i'll, I'll say, good. say with that good to hear uh th- yeah. to learn that that show went for six seasons makes it even more daunting to me i've never yeah. i have seen the pilot episode of breaking bad i know i am supposed to much in the way that every child must see wizard of oz i feel like <laughs> i don't i don't know if i can continue that much farther in my adult life having not seen breaking bad Eventually, the universe is just going to get fed up with the fact that I haven't seen it. And it's going to like eventually the whatnots will just turn into a Breaking Bad right. Better Call Saul website where all we do is cover <laughs> that stuff. Like, I know it is like Thanos inevitable. Uh, and I don't even know how long Breaking Bad is, like five seasons. Like, that's it's like so much TV, something like that. Yeah, right. It's a lot. So people are going to tell me, oh, you have to watch it. And then I'm going to watch it. And they're like, oh, you got to watch Better Call Saul. You got to watch it. So now now I have concerns. I'm very happy to hear that the spinoff prequel of the show went on for six seasons and was very well regarded start to finish. 
I, yeah. I am scared that now I have 12 seasons of TV that at some point in my life, I will be expected to watch. Well, the, the, the good thing is if you watch it on your own time or something like that, it's not like how lost was in the back of the day where this season is like 20 something mm. hour long episodes. They only do the like shorter, like 13. Okay. Um, okay. Stuff. So each season is more manageable. Um, but it's yeah, it's still just phenomenal stuff. So I know I, this there is what everybody go. tells me. I, it's not like I don't hear them. It is what it is. Uh, that being said, I think we should take a quick break for some housekeeping. And when we get back, Melissa, you wanted to talk about a whatnots activity book. I have a Duolingo debacle and we have a trailer reaction to get to uh, to wrap the podcast up. Uh, so with that, I say we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters once again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you guys a lot. Um, on our for for our Patreon exclusive Pilots Club podcast, uh, we talked about Bob Patterson this past month here. Uh, and next month, we will be uh, talking about the pilot of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Uh, I think that one's going to be a lot of fun, uh, especially since over on the review show, we're also going to be talking about Spectacular Spider-Man yeah. in the future. So some some, good some good Marvel related content, um, some cartoon content there. Uh, but yes, I'm excited to talk about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur on that one over on the review show. Melissa. Napoleon Dynamite is what we could yes. you brought this one onto the show as as a you're like, hey, five years here at the whatnot. Yeah. So con congratulations to five years at the whatnots. Thank you. Yes. Uh, my my prize, my gold watch is that I told myself I was allowed to pick any movie I wanted and just insist to you that we do it. And I wanted to talk to about Napoleon Dynamite. I played that card on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a nostalgic favorite. Uh, we got to look back to see if like, hey, is, is this even relevant today? Do, do, do kids yeah. know what Napoleon Dynamite is these days? Um, and yeah, that was a blast. We talked for a lot longer than I thought we would on yes. Napoleon Dynamite. Um, a lot that to was cover. Like almost a two hour episode. It was great. Um, so go check that out. Uh, right here on the Captain's Log last week, we got to talk about some Disney ghost hoaxes um, perpetrated by by some uh, some review show alumni. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As well as some Disney rides that were that were ranked by the L.A. Times. Uh, we had a blast. It was a good I, one. I think it's funny to imagine other review show alumni besides the one who will go unnamed. Uh, listen to that other hoaxes. episode for the reveal. It's not <laughs> it's not like the lady who directed the love witch also did a, a real witch hoax. It's not like she tried to convince people that the love witch really happened. <laughs> Uh, but that was a lot of fun. Go check that out. And last but not least, over on the Reactor Core, 
Uh, we have our reactions to the Yellow Jackets episodes three and four, four <laughs> up, as well as the second half of the Mandalorian season three. Um, that one was a blast to record with Ignacio. Um, and then Melissa, nice. this weekend, you and I are also g- 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 going to be recording our reactions to Yellow Jackets five and six of mm-hmm. season two. Um, so lots of stuff to be excited about and coming out down the road. But enough of all of that. Melissa, what's this activity book that you were ideating? So one of my most beloved longest and dearest podcasts is comedy bang bang which i forced mm-hmm. you to listen to an episode of during our pod yep. swap and they Good just fun. put out a book brand new i got this yesterday cool and it's so blue that it's messing with the color temperature when i hold it up to my webcam right <laughs> uh this is a book written by uh edited by podcast host scott Ackerman. And the format of comedy bang bang is that it is a a talk show with some you know real celebrity comedian guests, but mostly people playing very ridiculous improv characters. And a lot of the same characters will repeat over the sure. years. Like the show's been running for like fourteen years, some people have been there for ages. They'll come by like once or twice a year. They've built up lore. Uh, like anything anybody ever says is committed to the canon. Like there's awesome. so much yeah. wild detail in this podcast. So they have this book that's got all these little bits written by the improvisers, like in the characters that they do. It's I just got it. I've only been flipping through it. The contributor notes at the end of this book are one of the funniest things I've ever read. And it's just a short bio for everybody who wrote something. I can't Great. believe they put that much effort into the bios. It's it's really hysterical. Uh, here on the front of the cover, you can see Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the book. Introduction by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Rebuttal to the introduction by Weird Al Yankovic. Great. Preface Good. to the foreword by Tatiana Maslany. Foreword by Bob Odenkirk. Forward to the preface by Patton Oswalt. Preface by Jack Quaid. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but it's got like, there are games in here. Like there's like, I think a game, like a little board game you can play. Like get a piece. Oh, cool. There's like a map you can like move your piece around in here or something. There's all sorts of, uh, <laughs> sorts of like weird little like journal entries and uh, Bob Duca's medical chart, <laughs> Bill Carter's workout of a lifetime, Albert Rose Kissy's grocery store circular, Dash Grabham's Pokédex. There's a fake Ash Ketchum who Zach Reno plays named Dash Grabham. <laughs> it's just a list of fake <laughs> Pokemon he made up. Great, good, right? So I don't. I that's I thought this was thing we could do for our like let's draw pokemon from memory we take that yes. list of fake ones and try to draw a, a good one make up our right. own what they look like right if each of us assigns the other one like a made-up word for something <laughs> that sounds like it should be a pokemon and we have to try it yeah exactly exactly um yeah i thought this was going to be a bit more like an activity book i don't know if there's anything i actually fill out i don't know if i do a word search or anything it's just sort of like a bunch of really fun little bits and stuff uh but it got me thinking if there was a whatnots book what do we put in our whatnots book if it's a bunch of like little bits and doodads and activities and stuff like this oh man you have to have some connect the dots you you, you need some some good connect, <laughs> connect the, dots the dots of what uh like our our rocket ship uh like we could get different artists to draw like different pieces of art and then we can turn that art into like connect the dot stuff so you can you know make that art art artwork um i would love some mad libs like a create your own podcast mad lib and it's just like our our like google doc sheet of (sighs) notes but it's like new trailer for for, and then insert movie name and stuff like that and then that is like our podcast for the 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 the, the, for that week and that's what we have to 
talk about. Um, I was thinking like there's a, a bottle of Mountain Dew with a name of the flavor and you have to draw, you have to illustrate what the rest of the label looks like. Color it in. Yeah, color in some, Mountain some Dew pages. Right. Uh, Fruit Frenzy or whatever the new Mountain Dew is. You decide. Exactly. Um, <laughs> good old word searches would be great or crosswords based off our like a- a- episode titles <laughs> or like things we said or, or, or ta- ta- talked How many about t- in the podcast. <laughs> cast red and blue make what <laughs> right it's like what? three <laughs> right across is 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 purple <laughs> right it has to be like trivia about us yeah yeah <laughs> on the day that kyle's school was closed for a hurricane warning his parents took him to what chain restaurant and what large store <laughs> exactly macaroni grill and barnes and noble <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, one of those highlights magazines, like seek and find images. You have to find how many different roles Tilda Swinton is playing. Yeah. Yep. There's. Uh, I think our connect the dots is that you have to you have to draw the timeline from Primer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a page full of dots. That's all right. it is. <laughs> explain primer uh we could do the whatnots drinking game that we've always talked about but never actually made um Mm. that could be in 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 there like this is all like actually great stuff that we could do one day um and (laughs) here you go here's our whatnots activity book patron members at the um, you know, color $20 and up. Yeah. Do you want to make Kyle Mountain Dew color? Just paint him neon green. You can download this PDF. Print exactly. exactly. Get your markers. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. There's a maze. Okay. You have to have a maze. What is going through the maze to get to what on the other side? Ooh. Uh, Oh, it's a DoorDash driver trying to find your house. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we I I I feel I feel like now we have to do something like that. <laughs> Maybe for like a, some other big milestone, the whatnots episode 500 of something or something like that we need to be like all right we've released our activity book here it is even an activity pamphlet if we make four pages that's a win it doesn't have to be a whole book (laughs) activity brochure i'd want to make it a whole whole book i'm like man i i i can use my degree i i (laughs) i I took book making classes i've used printing presses like all all that good stuff i i know how to do all of that stuff it's fun i can make that yeah um but yeah melissa Uh uh-huh i am in the middle of a debacle okay a duolingo debacle if you you come to me with the most extreme words for all cases a debacle a shambles we're, we're we're in extreme times right now. We're in ex- extreme times right now. So I was not expecting to talk about Duolingo on the podcast tonight. Um, uh-huh. A couple of m- months ago, I j- just kind of on a whim was like, you know what? I'm going to start learning Korean. Yeah. Uh, and so I downloaded Duolingo and I was like, I'm going to start. And then I, th- I think I had done it for like a week when I finally mentioned it on the podcast mm-hmm. and was like, finally. I'm going to ch- check back in uh, on on this in about three months. I think I would like to stick with it for at least three months and see how far I got. Right. Um, well, plans have changed, I think. Uh-huh. Uh I think what I might end up doing is extending that to four months and consider this the halfway point because I'm on like a 60 day streak. So that's mm. two, two months. Right. So if, if, if you guys have 
used Duolingo, you'll know that it is very gamified. I mentioned mm-hmm. this last time I spoke about it. I've I've kind of gotten hooked into these leagues that it puts you in leagues. every week. You're in a new league. <laughs> it's a, it starts out as a random group of people, and as you complete lessons, you get points. The more points uh-huh. you get, the better you do in your league. The top 10 or so then advance to the next league um, and so on and so forth. You compete and compete and compete. You, you're with new mm. people every t- time, though, of course, if you move up a league, you are now in a league of at least everyone who's moved up into that league. And so like the like you just get so on and so forth these these leagues are are something you can completely ignore if if you want to you don't have to pay pay attention to these at all if you just want to do a lesson a day and that's it that's it right um but i've gotten hooked on them and i want to win them all um Uh i i I thought it was gonna be like bronze silver gold and then like a platinum and that was it um no there's more stuff beyond that there is like a ruby league and a sapphire league wow right now i have gotten up to uh the second to last league which if i'm not mistaken i'm opening up the app here i think it's the obsidian league oh my god is the diamond league uh let me open up this are these pokemon games this sounds very pokemon right so it starts it starts out with uh well there's one two three four five six seven eight so i'm on the ninth league there are 10 of them total um and i have been in first place for every single league and I get to the Obsidian League here and I get a bunch of points and I think, all right, good. I'm in first place. Everything is going to be fine. Now, to give a little bit more context, I've kind of found an exploit that I can get a lot of points really fast. And so I've, I've j- j- just been farming all the healthy points. choice puddings. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is why <laughs> I, I have decided then to extend my like, let's check in again at the end of four months, because now I'm more concerned with winning these leagues than actually learning Korean. <laughs> so I I, I, st- I am still not confident enough to like form a sentence and say certain uh, certain. You can't things. ask me where the library is. No, I can do that in Spanish. <sighs> Well, I can uh, do that, I, and I d- never even learned Spanish. We all know how to say "donde esta biblioteca," but I, I wanted to hear it in Korean. Dang. Right, but like I, I like I, so I, yeah, I'm not at that point yet. But I've gotten hooked on these leagues here. Uh, every now and then, there is someone else who you can t- tell is like wanting to compete in these l- yeah. leagues here. You have a rival trainer, of, right? But because of this, like, little exploit that I found, I'm just annihilating them to to the like, like, it's no competition at all. Melissa, I think I've met my match. I, I am, I have four days left in the Obsidian League. My previous high score in a league was just over 10,000 points, um, which on average, maybe a winning score is mm-hmm. usually like t- 2,000, 3,000. Okay, and I had that one is good. That, that, that was like they had gotten up to like 6,000. And so I was like, no, you don't. Here it comes 10,000. Right. Um, and mm. I, I got into the Obsidian League skyrocketed past everyone else i spent a day thinking i was fine and then someone puts a number of points on on the board that i was like oh okay you're one of those people huh well here we go and again skyrocket like even more um this person has 
slowly but surely built up to not only get up to where I am, but pass me to the point that we are, we've sky, I've blown past any kind of record that I had. Right now, I'm at 16,000 points. Hmm. In like a handful of days, they are right now at 19,000 points. Uh, so I, I am right now in the number two, two spot be, behind them. Here's the thing. When you create a profile in Duolingo, you can uh, like you, you can put little emojis by your profile picture. I've okay. always had the gr- the grumpy cat, cat emoji. Oh. Um, I forget which one they had exactly. I think it was a flag. But as they caught up to, <laughs> to me, I noticed that they changed their emoji to the poop emoji. And then as they started to go past me, they changed it yet again to the gold trophy emoji. They are talking shit to me. That poop was directed to you. Yes. You're certain. I am certain. Here's why I now know I am certain. Their profile picture was of their cat, who is a dead ringer for my cat Onyx. But 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 exact it looks looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they then changed their profile picture to a different picture of their cat with a sign that has my name. What? It says Kyle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they are Come picking get- a fight with me. <laughs> You've developed an arch enemy. You've really met have. your Joker, your Doc Ock, <laughs> and your Moriarty. On, on 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 top of that, not only have they they you have you have your like your profile name that like displays to everyone, and then there's the one your your account name for like when when you like log in and yeah. stuff. They changed their account name. From uh, I, I don't remember exactly what it was to their Instagram handle. It says IG in capitals yeah. and then yeah. the, the rest of the thing. So I knew it was, it was them being like, hey, look me up. Um, and so I, I don't have an Instagram, so I can't really look exactly. I can get that one like view of their profile but the second you scroll it's like hey sign up blah 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 mm. um but they have their profile on lock so i can't actually see it um but i i just i'm <sighs> i spent all day to today on duolingo battling them they were on all day too and we were like we were just going back and forth they would get a bunch and then i would get a bunch and then they would get a bunch and then i would get a bunch here so they they must also know the the this exploit that i'm using here to get all of these points as fast as i am uh because they are keeping step and surpassing me which means they might work from home. They might be like a stay-at-home mom or spouse or something. I don't know. But now I'm upset that I might not win the Obsidian League. I might get second place. And I, I don't like that. Okay, these <laughs> are my questions. And I'm not super competitive. Yeah. It's, it, I do think it's funny that you're learn, learning Korean <laughs> Mostly because you like watching crime shows. You're learning Korean so that you can watch Bad Guys Vile City again. Somebody else might be learning Korean to uh, meet their in-laws, go on an important business trip, adopt a baby. Listen to to their favorite K-pop band and know what they're saying, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think what you need to do is change your profile picture to Captain's Log episode 233. See, that's a, that's a thing. Is like I I'm usually not competitive. I'm obviously very into this, right? <laughs> I also kind of don't want to acknowledge oh, them. You want to play it cool. Yes. Yeah. I I want to play it cool Un- until maybe the very end. 
um right and then then i can do you know yeah if 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 i if i were in to right then i can you know be like eat shit blah 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 um but yeah i don't know i this is my debacle like do i now spend the, these these <laughs> the remaining four days a- trying to compete and hoping that my pace of doing this all day every day all night that they will have to eat that they will have to sleep at some point and <laughs> i won't i will stay vigilant and i will duolingo the shit out of them i for <laughs> To what end? If you do, if you do ignore every life responsibility. Move on. That's it. Yes. Would you have to face them again? When does this end, Kyle? I would not have to. It's it's very, I think I've only encountered, at least from what I can tell, one person twice. And it was not in a consecutive uh, thing. Um, so there are like multiple obsidian leagues going on and everyone from those ah, obsidian leagues gotcha. advanced to diamond. There's p- probably a smaller number of diamond leagues, but it's still of the ones that then moved on to that. You're randomized into a new thing. And so I think I've come across the same person tw- like like one p- p- a single person two times. Um, so I probably won't see them next week in the Diamond okay. League. It'd be really so this funny is... if I did. Um, so you stand a chance not only of winning the battle, but also winning the war. Yes, pot- potentially. Mm. And that, that's the thing is like I finding someone who puts up a little bit of a fight. Like I've gotten a, a, a couple of those but right they have lives they go spend time with their family or their loved ones or they have a job or they do so Mm. i you know i work from home i can do this i i'm a night owl i can stay up late just with my head phones in doing duolingo and just doing nothing but this exploit to like just skyrocket past everyone and here is someone who's like matching and surpassing and i'm just like fuck it's it's a cat and mouse game (laughs) right (laughs) so we shall see i will report back next week thank you this is with what happens i will say i respect the alliteration i would not call this a debacle (laughs) you just this is a uh a a foe ship you've developed an enemy (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly this is an arching you have been arched (laughs) You you yes. have a monarch now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's enough of that for now. Uh, to wrap things up, what we are going to do is we are going to switch over to the captain's log stuff. Actually, I should see if um uh, reactor. I should core. see if our y- yes, sorry, the reactor core. I need to make sure that uh, the reactor core social is us yes it is okay good uh i didn't want to hit the button for our socials to pop pop, pop, pop up and hi it's me ignacio ross (laughs) right yeah (laughs) exactly uh i love science back on that and studio mode he's an electrical engineer (laughs) um okay so yes let me switch us over to the reactor core here two people our cameras just froze for a tiny bit but it should be catching up anytime right about now here we are um yes we have a trailer reaction to get to uh i i'm I'm not gonna say much more than that except for it's for a haunting in venice um so I will, let's see, do this, and we are going to kind of treat this as a episode of the Reactor Core trailer reactions. I'm just setting up things here. Um, uh-huh. Cool. Your I think we are boobs. good to go and kick things off here. Welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core. We have a trailer reaction for A Haunting in Venice 
My name is Kyle Springer. I'm joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Yeah, Melissa, this is going to be an interesting one for us to react to based on something you told me before we started recording. Um, yes, you you put this in your like to watch list, but you have no idea what this is, right? Well, well, I saw this trailer pop up on YouTube. I just saw a haunting in Venice trailer uh, Warner Brothers pictures. Added it to my watch. Oh, 20th Century Studios. What am I talking about? One of one of the gold ones. Sure. And I put it on there just because I love horror movies. I thought, oh, cool. New horror movie. Check out that. And then I saw that you put this trailer in our docket for topics to to podcast about today. Like, wait a minute. Kyle doesn't like horror movies. Why is this on Kyle's radar? You said you wanted to do a reaction to it. I clicked on the link, opened it up in YouTube. Now I can see a one more sentence worth of details, and I see why you are interested in this. And Probably. I think I was wrong to believe this was a horror movie. <laughs> well, you're 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 actually not. Um, so uh, yeah, I I I ended up watching this trailer earlier today based off a name that was involved. I'm like, let me just ch- check and see. That was right. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and jump into this trailer here. Let me pull it up on screen. Let me get that full screen stuff going. Cool. Uh, I will count down from three and then we can go. Three, two, one, play. Cool. Spinning, oh, skeleton. Skeletons. Nickelodeon. Ever lived here falls victim to some tragedy. Okay. Like her daughter a year ago. Hmm. My daughter was my whole life. Real creepy vibes. I would give all I have. Creepy mask with a tear drop. Yeah. There's a lot happening. Wants to be heard. We are. Wow. Is Venice always the scary? Right? <laughs> I I like the seance vibes so far. This looks really neat. Just all these like antique devices and statues and weird things. It's great. Ah, oh, love a falling chandelier. One of the best. And they answered. You saw what I saw. For once in your life, admit that you are up against something bigger than you. Halloween masks. Tonight, we are all afraid. Yes, I it's love a this. Real Poro movie. <laughs> I'm so into this. Oh my god, Hercule Poirot solves a ghost! Do it, Poirot! Yes. I, I think this is great. Okay. I had no clue that's what it was when I like saw the little thumbnail on my phone, and then I had to click on it to open it up big on my computer right. screen, and I saw the unsettling supernatural thriller based upon the novel Halloween Party by Agatha Christie and directed by and starring Oscar winner Kenneth Branagh as fake detective yep. Hercule Poirot. See, I, I saw that Kenneth Branagh was directing it or he's at least a, 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 attached. And that was the directed thing that by, was like, yes. Yeah, I was like, let, let me check and see because it sounds like <laughs> right like a haunting in venice a death on the nile right like it it, it sounds like that check for poros first one murder on the orient express right yeah yes. I, I was like it sounds like one of those let me check and i was like mm, i don't know if it is there's some weird like scary and i'm not yeah like you said i'm not a big like horror movie f- fan uh and then he comes out at the end and i was just like yes i knew it <laughs> I think this trailer is great. I can't wait to watch this in a theater with people who think it's just a regular horror movie. And then Hercule Poirot is there. What a twist. Trailers never have surprises like this. Here's the thing. It's like like, I I liked Murder on the Orient Express. It was a fine movie. Not the best, but it was good, right? 
Death on the Nile, I liked less. I didn't think it was great. Um, I liked it a little bit more, I think. I think uh, I liked that it did escalate the character of Poirot. Like, it didn't feel like just another adventure. There was progression of him. Yes, yes. There is a progression. There is a continuity there. And I I like that about it. I these movies are fun (laughs) for what they are. I do enjoy them. I, I I would see as many of these as Kenneth Branagh wants to make. Yes, I am all for more like murder mystery style movies. Um, I I like them a lot. I think w- with the uh, obvious success of these, they've made three of them now uh, alongside Glass Onion and Knives yeah. Out. Uh, yeah, I, man, I, I want more of these. These are so much fun. Um, and yeah, I think doing different genres of them is a yes, great idea that's too. Exciting. Or putting like a little spin on them. Yeah, yes. it's just like that's cool. I don't that's know neat. if another so, yeah, franchise I'm, I'm has done exactly this. Like it's been first movie, second movie, pretty much the same genre, different plots within that genre. Third right. one, same continuity, same character, sharp, sharp genre, genre turn. Yeah, it's a surprise that he's in it. I mean, you could argue like Alien and Aliens as it goes from like yeah. horror to, to a- yes, action, but I love but... the one two punch of third one scary. Right? Yeah. Um. So I yeah I am I am all all in on this. I will be seeing this in theaters. Um. Uh, and yes. will be scared out of Sep- my mind because I don't like scary Sep- movies. <laughs> September fifteenth. I. I gotta say, I we've never seen that from Kenneth Branagh as a director, I don't think. I don't know his entire filmography. I don't think he's worked in this genre before. I look forward to seeing if Kenneth Branagh can scare me. I challenge at, you, at, Kenneth! <laughs> at, at least not well known for this. Mm, uh, like yeah, Belfast, not scary. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, I'm excited to say the least. Yeah, I see down here in the credits block. Uh, yep, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Screenplay by Oscar nominee Michael Green for Logan. Uh, the Stop. ensemble includes some actors from Belfast, along with Tina Fey and recent Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. Mm-hmm. Interesting assortment. Indeed, indeed. I love that. I love that these and the the Benoit Blanc mysteries are just many people just lots just a whole cast that that's how you have it has to be an ensemble yeah. cast and you you get some unknowns you get some well-knowns and you just mm-hmm. have them eat up the scenery have them chew it chew, chew, just, chew. exactly just have fun have yeah so i think this will be a good one uh but yeah i believe that is about it for our reaction to uh, a haunting in venice Melissa, where can, is that what it was? Did I get the name right? Yes, A Haunting in Venice. Um, (laughs) Not The Haunting in Venice, just one of many. A a Haunting, yeah. There's a a lot of spooky stuff happening over there in Venice. Uh, But Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. There you go. Uh, if you guys would like to find me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that would help out a ton. Also, go check out one of our other videos right over there on that side. That helps us out a bunch too. Um, but yeah. This has been an episode of The Reactor Core, as well as The Captain's Log. You don't, you guys don't need to know. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.